Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone, as he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, now up to, to bat, Brett Boone. Welcome to the Boone Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Boone, and today on the program, I'm joined by one of the all-time greats. <clears throat> He's an 11-time All-Star, three-time MVP. And when eligible, a few years from now, I'm sure, and I'm sure he hears this all the time, he's definitely going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Ladies and gentlemen, he's currently working with MLB Network as an analyst. New, <laughs> gig, new gig for him. Welcome, Albert Pools. Albert, thanks for coming on the program. Thank you, Booney. I appreciate it. Good seeing you, brother. Thanks for having me back again. How are you liking it? This is, uh, this, is a quick I, turter, this is a quick turnaround for you. You were playing, you were playing a minute ago, and now, yes. and now you're, you're on the other side. You know, I'm having fun with it because, as you know, you you love, you have the passion and the love. You played it for a long time, and and you still, you know, doing your thing about baseball and try to just just to try to stay active. For me, that was it. You know, I mean, I got a lot of offer. You know, to go be a hitting coach or to be a bench coach for for a few teams, but I wasn't ready for that. You know, I, I want to be able to to take a couple of years off, and and I love what I do. You know, to be able to do some work with the network, uh, to do some work with the commissioner, you know, where he's trying to spend uh, the game, you know, London. Uh, I was able to go to London this year, go to a school, and just teach these kids about the game of baseball, you know, the game that I love uh, since you know, I was born, you know. So it's good. I'm having a great time. I've done a few shows with Craig and, and Harold and D-Roll. So it's fun, you know. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Very cool. I just talked to Harold today. He's coming on the program next week. Um, now, I know you're working with MLB. You're also, you, you mentioned, you're assistant to the commissioner. What what does that job entail for you? Does it just allow you to to stay in the game in some capacity, have some input? Give me a, yeah. give me a little, little follow-up on that. Yeah, we have a group where the group calls CAP, C-A-T. Whereas a bunch of guys, you know, retirement guy, Raul Ibanez, CC Sebastian, myself, a couple of other guys, you know, I don't want to name all the guys because we'll be here forever. But uh, it's just a group, you know, that the commissioner have put together, uh, you know, Kyle, Ken, Ken Griffey Jr. is part of it, where, you know, it's kind of like a little bit advisor, uh, you know, going to meetings and growing the gang and just, just having opportunity, ideas of how to get the game better, even the game that we're playing right now, you know, which is awesome, but just different ideas, you know, how can we make the game better, the game that we love. So just little things like that, and uh, I'm having a great time with it, just getting my input in at the end of the day. I don't make those decisions, but I think, uh, you know, I have a lot of ideas from playing this game for such a long time and learning from some of the best players uh, that I play with uh, and my job, I think, is uh, to do that, help those guys to learn, to understand more about the game of baseball. In my area, I want to focus more on the Dominican Republic, you know, uh, with everything that's going on with all those Latin players over there, uh, you know, signing contract with with agents and, and people that I feel that is just taking advantage a little bit from that. Those are the things, you know, that I, that I want to help, especially the Latin guys right now. Very cool. Uh, I'm going to go back to my playing days a little bit. As we know, uh, you played a long time. I think you played 22, 23 years. 
uh, it's a grind. I mean, from the time, and we haven't even got into the off season, what we do in the off season, but it's 162 mm-hmm. games. I know throughout my career, there were times where, man, it was tough. My team was losing my swing stuff <laughs> and I wanted to go hide. Then one day it's all over with, you know, it's all yeah. over with. And, and because of the way I grew up in this game, mm-hmm. it was all, it was nothing. It was my whole life baseball. And then one day when it ended, I kind of was like, well, you know, I never planned for the end. I thought I was yes. going to play forever. Yeah. Yes. For you last year, coming down the stretch, what an awesome way to finish. Unbelievable. You got over that 700 home run mark, which I don't know how much that was on your mind. As a as a fan and a guy played against you for a long time, I'm looking at it going, man, at his age to get to that 700, it's going to be hard. But yeah. you found a way to do it. And you finished on such a high note, and you're back in your hometown where it all started, St. Louis. Mm-hmm. When it ended, that last game, you took that uni off for the last time. Did you start? Did you think to yourself, "Wow, I'm definitely done," or did it even have any space yeah. in your mind where you thought, "I go"? I mean, you're you're different than us, though. You had yeah, you, know, you were getting, you good- were getting and go ahead. Yeah, no, no, that's a great question, Booney. You know why? Because um, that is the problem that a lot of the players had and uh, not preparing themselves. For me, I prepared myself over the last three years before, uh, you know, I had my contract with the Angels. I mean, I prepared, I was preparing myself since 2019, knowing that I only had three more years left going into spring training in 19 with the Angels. Okay, what Albert Pujols wants to do? What Albert Pujols wants to accomplish these next three years? So for me, that move wasn't wasn't as tough as it was probably for you and a lot of other guys because unlike unlike you, I mean, this is this is what I knew forever. You know, since I was five years old, since I started playing this game. You know, you come from a family that plays sports, so that's all you knew. So for me, um, I think what helped me was asking questions to guys that retired before me. Uh, hey, how was the process? You know, Placido Polanco, Gene Edmonds, guys that I still in touch with, Edgar Renteria. And you're like, man, we didn't prepare. Say, so I, I, I kind of like pick, was picking their brain. So that way I get myself ready when that time was coming for me. So I knew I had a great year. Um, I knew what I wanted to do, which was reaching to the 700. I didn't put that much pressure, to tell you the truth, until the almost the last two weeks of the season because I wanted to do it not just for my career myself and my family now I wanted to do it for the fan and I want to do it for a country the Dominican Republic who has my back you know since day one when I got to the big leagues so I prepared myself really well um there was no doubt in my mind that that was there for me that's why I said it early in March as soon as oh not early in March but the last week of spring training when I signed with the, uh, with the Cardinals I told myself, this is it. You know, I want to announce it because if I end up having a great year, um, I don't want that to mess with me and say, oh, he needs to come back in 2023, you know? So I didn't want to have that problem. So I, I really knew what I wanted I wanted to do. I made my decision. I stuck with it. People were putting microphone in my mouth. Are you sure you're done? You know, I, I knew it. You know one thing that you're going to learn from me is my work. If I told you I'm done, I'm done. If I told you I cannot do something, I, I, I won't do it. So I don't going to think about it. I don't going to maybe. No, no. I'm going to tell you right away. Yes, I do. No, I cannot. 
and that's it. So that way you you don't wait for me uh, or, or guess. So that was something that I that I put my mind into. Um, I was blessed to be able to stay healthy. I was blessed to be able to finish my career in San Luis, like you say, where everything started for me. I mean, it was a, a fun, fa- fantastic year. I don't, I think the only thing that I could change maybe winning a World Series, you know. But besides that, everything was awesome. You know, I closed that chapter of my life uh, in baseball uh, as a player the way that I wanted to. I never thought it was going to happen like that. But I knew that if I stay healthy and I got the opportunity to play, I knew I could still play. And I know that I can still play and put a uniform uh, and contribute for somebody out there. But when is enough, Booney? You know, when do you right. draw the line and you tell yourself, okay, when is going to be enough? There's life af- after baseball. You have to enjoy with your family. You have to travel. You know, I, I enjoy what I'm doing with the commissioner. I enjoy what I'm doing with the network. Enjoying what I'm doing with the Angels, you know, going to spring training. And now teaching them the game that I grew up watching, the game that I grew up playing, the game that some of the greatest players taught me how to play and how to respect. And that, to me, is really unique. I'll tell you, and it was such a special finish for you. And there's only a handful of guys. There's only the chosen guys that get that kind of last hurrah. And and as you went through the season, you'd go to other stadiums and you'd get gifts. And, and they really gave you a send-off. There, there's very few of us that get that. And, and it's only for a special few that put up the numbers like an Albert mm-hmm. Pujols did. And very much deserving. But I remember when when uh, you were retired, and I knew you were retired. I said, he's going to play out his contract. Wow, he's getting hot. Wow, he's going to hit 700 homers. I remember my son texting me. He goes, "You think Albert?" He goes, "You think Albert's going to do it?" I said, "I don't know." I said, "I wouldn't have thought so at the beginning of this year." And my son Jacob said, "I think Albert's yes. going to do it." And I said, "Really?" And the day you did it, he texted me, yeah. "He did it." Yeah. So then I was having questions. <laughs> questions to me were, "You think Albert will play again?" I said, "I don't think so." I said, because of his position, he, he stated, this is my last year. This is it. It just happened to be one of those storybook finishes for you. And as you mentioned, most guys don't get to retire that way. Usually we get to a point where I just can't do it anymore. And, and the mm-hmm. fact that you finished the way you, you did, you could still do it. So, yeah, very unique way to end, but uh, also a very cool way to end it. Yeah, for sure. And, you know. I, people ask me, you know, one question that, that was rising a lot during the course of the season is like, can he do it? Uh, you know, and I think to me, yes, I knew that I can do it if I get the chance and the opportunity. Remember, I signed five days before they break camp. I signed on a Sunday, Booney. I took a red eye to Florida and I was in the lineup by Wednesday. So you're talking about a guy that was just hitting, but you know how it is. You know, it's not the same when you had to face live pitching. Right. So for me, uh, I remember Oli told me, hey, boy, are you ready to play Wednesday? I was like, holy crap, really? And then five days later, an opening day roster, you know, on Bush Stadium. So I think what really hurt me w- was not having a, a, a full spring training where I can have my bat. I was a guy that during my career, I was getting almost – 85, 90 yard bats. I don't know if you were like that. Seven yard bats uh, to get me ready for the season. 
you know, I only have 11 or bats in spring training before I had to be on the roster on Monday for opening day. So my struggle early, I'm a guy that you know me for a long time. I don't make any excuses. But that didn't help me out. You know, I didn't have a regular spring training. So I used pretty much my my April, my May, like a spring training. Like I was getting ready for the six weeks of spring training. And I struggled early, which I battled. And yes, maybe a lot of people, uh, you know, had a lot of doubt that I wasn't going to be able to do it. But I remember being here where I'm at right now in Atlanta, praying with the Braves. And I went into the office with Oli Marmo. And Oli Marmo told me, hey, big boy, I know it's been tough, but I, I need you to stick around. I remember that I came into the office and say, Oli, I want to go home. I, I can't do it anymore. It's like, big boy, I, I, I want you to stick around. Please do it for me. Do it for this organization. This is not you. So he kind of talked me into it right before the break, uh, right before the All-Star break, I'm not going home. And I'm glad that I didn't, you know, then, uh, I remember we were in Pittsburgh and I start, I'm start swinging the bat well, uh, right after the break. And he was like, okay, big boy, you know, uh, Paul is hurt. Nolan is hurt for a little bit. This is why we brought you. I'm going to throw you out there. You tell me when you don't want to play, but I'm going to throw you out there every day, bro. And look at the last two months of the season. I think it was like, what, 17 home run, 18 home run that I hit? So, so ridiculous. Yeah, opportunity. And not just not just the honor. Forget about the mark of getting to 700. But the key home runs that I was hitting day in and day out. You know, it was either to tie game, to 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 come as a pinch hit a couple of times, hit a grand slam to take a lead. Uh coming as a pinch hitter uh with the cops, you know, later down the road when we needed to really close that division. And I was hitting some huge homer, you know. Uh, and a good time, but it was the opportunity. Uh, when it clicked to me, I think it was right before the break here in Atlanta. I did a couple of adjustments. Then I ended up going to the home run derby. They asked me to if I want to participate in the home run derby. And I told myself, yes, I want to do it for one last time. Why not? One last ride. And I think that allowed me to, to, um, to probably have a better second half. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty remarkable to watch. You finish your career, and I, I look at these numbers. Uh, for, for a guy that had a pretty good career, I look at the numbers and seven hundred and three homers, and and 20, <laughs> the thing that gets me, Albert, because I was a, I drove in runs twenty two hundred and eighteen ribbies. That's the guys out there that drive in runs, and they know who they are. They are. We look at those numbers. And that's a lot of ribbies, man. It's hey, Booney, it, RBI is a lot of ribbies. <laughs> they huh? say the RBIs are overrated in this oh, in this on. era. Oh, they are nice. <laughs> so stupid. Three MVPs. <laughs> I got this. Do you, have you ever have you had a chance since you retired to sit back and kind of reflect on your career, how special it was, and and what your imprint, what it meant to the game of baseball? Yes, now that I'm done with it, uh, I am. I have. You know, uh, people ask me why you didn't when you play. 
because it was hard for me, you know, and I was playing, trying to think about number, try to think that I'm passing every day, especially down towards the end of my career, you know. Every day, see, even if I strike out, it was like a record. Like I tie so-and-so, and, you know, getting a walk or getting a base seat. So it was pretty awesome, you know. Every day coming to the ballpark and knowing that, man, my, just another thing that I'm going to do to try to put my name in the record book. But right now that I'm down with the game, I enjoy it a little bit more. Um, and look at those numbers. And, man, really, really blessed. You're talking about Hank Herring, right behind Hank Herring, you know, there we are. 3,000 hits, you know. I mean, only four people. I mean, 650 homers, 650 dollars. Nobody ever done that. I mean, what? Like, you're talking about a young little boy that all he wanted to do is just play baseball and got that opportunity. And you're going to tell me that 15 years later, I'm going to be in the big leagues doing all that? No, like, I wouldn't ever thought. But that was God's plan. So I, I, I do it. I actually was in New York. We were talking about uh, those numbers. And I'm enjoying it a little bit more right now that I'm down playing the game. Uh, I'm sure you're hearing it a lot. I said it at the opening of this of this program. Is uh, future first ballot Hall of Famer. And, and we all know it. All your peers, guys like Booney, guys that played with you, guys that played against you, the numbers, they're indisputable. You are going to be a first ballot. But for the guy that's got to get that phone call when that Hall of Fame boat comes in, do you always sit there? I got to wait and get the call. I know I'm probably going to get in, but I still got to wait and get the call. Where On the day of the Hall of Fame? If you call Booney, what do you think? Albert, what do you talk about? Just call me after you get the call. I know you're getting the call, but for you, uh, that's how you're probably be, being introduced right now. Future first ballot Hall of Famer. Does that wear on you? Like, yeah, I'll wait till till it's done, or do you <laughs> kind of know it's already done? No, I don't think about it, Booney. I take it like like I have approached my life. I, um, you know, I don't like to think about the future. I cannot control that. And the whole reason for me, I think I learned on a young age about this. It's because I want when that moment comes, like I want to be able to enjoy. I want that moment to surprise me. I want that moment to share uh, to share that moment with my family, friends. Uh, you know, so I really don't want to think about it because what about if it doesn't happen just the same way that you imagine? You know, you don't want to enjoy. So for me, I'm thinking about okay, let it happen, and then when it happens. Then we enjoy half party, whatever. Uh, so yes, it doesn't bother me uh, when people say that. Uh, you know, you know the first one they asked me either. Uh, there's a lot of people that always ask me about it. Oh, you know that you're gonna be out there, like guys. Let's wait. Let's wait five years. You know, let's not ruin it. So uh, hopefully, you know, it'll be exciting. Obviously, when that call is made, you know, in five years from now. And uh, we've had Albert on on the Boone podcast before. He's a, he's a Boone podcast veteran. But I, uh, we met each other back in 2001. Albert was a young player, he's a rookie, and we went on our first Nike trip together. And believe me, uh, the players on that Nike. <laughs> yeah, when you took my that, money balling, I took your money. <laughs> but you know, we all we all knew uh, all the guys, the veteran players on that trip. We all knew what a special player you were going to be. You know, 2001 was a pretty, pretty good statement of how good you're going to be. We all knew how you good you were going to be. When did you know 
that you were going to be on a special trajectory, like putting up these kind of numbers? When, when did it hit you? Because we all knew you were a great player, but great player doesn't translate into the numbers that you accumulated over your career. When did you know as a player? Yeah, for me, I think, uh, you know, I think it was around, maybe when I was 17 or 18, uh, right, right out of high school, uh, I was able to, you know, playing with great players that I was facing, uh, knowing that I, I know, I knew that I was going to get probably the opportunity to get drafted. Uh, so that's when that shift uh, came on on me, and I knew that I had a pretty good chance to be a decent player. Um, to be that player and have that career that I have, uh, I mean, I'd be lying in your face right now. I never, I never would have thought that I was going to have that career like that, especially for a guy that got drafted in the 13th round, 402 in the draft. Um, you know, I wasn't a big prospect. But one thing, Boney, that I knew that nobody that was wearing that uniform that day was going to outwork me. You know, I I took this game serious every day. I did what I had to do and and get better and learning from veteran guys and guys that helped me out along the way. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.